Shalom Abrachur of the Masechus Bobo Kamad of Yunches. Today's daf discusses the comparison of Zov and being Matame and Hezek. What is considered direct damaging? Um, do we look at the damage from the origins of it or at, at the time of the actual contact? Along the way, we discuss Koyichoy and we ask whether Tzreiroy's Hayes, Megufoy, or Mealia, and a back and forth trying to bring Raya's. And we discuss whether you can become a Muad for its Raya's. We begin with Rova's statement that whenever a Zov will be Metame, in that scenario, Hezek is Nezek Shalem. A Zov is Metame when he sits on something, so that thing actually stays on the same level. It attracts the same tome as a Zov. Normally, tome goes down a level. The Zov, it's special that it actually keeps that same level. But in any case, where the Zov will not be metame something by throwing something without actual contact. But the Zov, it's only it's going to be tar. So that same action by Hezek is going to be a chiv of chazi Nezek. What is Rava trying to teach us? That of Tzreiros, that Tzreiros is Chatzin Ezek. No, Rava is telling us, okay, focusing more on the Zov component, that if a Zov were to ride over something in a wagon, so this, this is more direct contact than just throwing something at it, that is going to be Metama, that item, with Tomas Midras. Now, if a Braisa that backs up Rava, it says that if, that animals are expected, they are moored to break things as they walk. For example, yeah, this case before, if an animal walks into the Nizuk's chutzer and he damages with his body as he's walking, with his hair, with his saddle, with the bit in his mouth, with the load on his back, the bell around his neck, the donkey with his load, or, for our intents and purposes, a wagon that the animal is pulling so that it's not carrying. That's regal. Just like by Zav, that's what it's normal for him to damage that way. Moving on, the Gemara brings the case of the chicken pecking at a barrels, a, a bucket's rope. If that rope now snaps and the bucket falls and breaks, that's considered direct damage. So Rava asks, if the chicken were to step on a cleat. And he doesn't break it, but the cleave then rolls and breaks somewhere else. Is he going to be chayev for a breaking? Do we look at it? what happened when it originally contacted the, ba- the the bucket where he didn't damage it? Or do we look at the moment when it broke? And that would be a case of Tzreiris, who would be chayev chatzin ezek. So we try bringing Araya from Rabba, because Rabba says that if someone throws something off of a roof, I throw your vase off of the rooftop, or vase for people who mispronounce it, and someone else comes and smashes it with a stick on its way down, the guy who smashed it is Potter. Why? Because the thing that he broke, this vase was already broken the second I threw it off the roof. You broke something which was already broken. Now, for Rabba, that, that, he held it was Potter that he'd be Potter. Rava was a little more misupic. He didn't know. So we try bringing a Raya, whether we look at the beginning or the end of the damage to determine whether... He'll be higher for that damage. In the case of a chicken jumping around, there's a machloik as to whether that's considered muad for chickens. The Gemara says, wait, just jumping around? No, no, no. Jumping around and something flew out from the chicken jumping around and that damaged. 
but not that something flew out from the chicken, that the chicken actually hit it while it was dancing, jumping around, and then that thing went and broke. It rolled and moved and broke. So the chayra, the machlekas of whether this is considered mur or not, is the beginning or the end. At the beginning, it didn't damage. At the end, it landed and damaged. But the Gemara says, no, 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 no. That's not a riot because the case was talking about where he didn't actually hit the kli. He hit a rock, and that rock hit the kli. And the whole machlekas is whether we pay nezek shalom like sumchis or chatzin nezek like the rabbonon. It's a typical tzreris situation. Now, once you categorize it, it's simple. So we try to bring another riot. We look at the hezek baser meikaro baser tovar mone. In the case where the chicken was poking at a rope, and that rope broke, and the bucket now at the end of the rope smashed. So he has to pay nezik shalim. Ah, you see, first riot. There you go. Baser meikaro from that original packing. His packing made it roll and break. But the Gemara says, no, 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 he's chayev on the rope, which he ruined. He's not chayev on the on that bucket that broke after. Ah, rope is a weird thing for it to be packing on. No, it was covered in dough. He was eating the dough, and the mail of the rope snapped. Yeah, but the, the case was that the, the bucket broke. If he's not chayev on the bucket, why mention that the bucket broke? So, Alamai, we have to say that we're going in Shitas Sumchas, who holds the Enchanami, the Tzroiris, the indirect damage here is still Chayv Nezek Shalem. Ah, if we're learning the case of Sumchis, how is he going to fit into the Seifa, in the Seifa of this chicken case? If the bucket breaks, and then a shard of this bucket breaks, flies out and breaks another bucket, then we pass that it's Chayv Nezek Shalem on the first bucket, but only Chayv Nezek on the second one. According to Sumchis, why would he only be Chayv Nezek on the second one? So I raise Nezek Shalem. So we suggest maybe some holds there's a difference between your koyach, something that flew out from you, your tzreiris, and the tzreiris of your tzreiris, the koyach koychoy. Right? This is a shard that fell out from the bucket that broke from your tzreiris. The thing is that Rav Ashi had this whole big kasha. He wasn't sure whether Simchas, uh, what Simchas held about koyach koychoy. And this should have been a befeirish raya for Rav Ashi. It shouldn't have been a sugya. So Elamai, we have to say that our case is going like the Rabbana, not Sumchiz. And it's a Raya that we actually judge the case Basar Me'ikara. And we will connect the original packing that this bird did on, the chicken did on the rope, to the damage. However, Abibi Barabai disproves this Raya and says, no, 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 over here, he was only Chaya for the bucket that broke after packing the rope because the chicken actually moved this bucket directly to the place where it broke. So there's no raya, there was no meikara and basutaramana that was at the same place and time. Next, Rava has a kasha for us. When we say there are bon and hold the chatzinezek tzreris, you only pay half when it's your koyach. How much does of the chatzinezek does he pay? Does he pay only megufa up to the value of the damaging animal? Or does he pay me'aliyah, the entirety of the amount no matter what? Why would you think either one? Well, it should be Megufoy because whenever we have Chatzinezek, aka Tom by Karen, he only pays Megufoy. We never have Chatzinezek paying Me'aliyah. On the other hand, maybe he should pay Me'aliyah because whenever there's a normal damaging, you know, while he's going around, going, you know, doing his thing, 
he's always going to have to pay me Aliyah. Why would here be different? So we try bringing Arias back and forth, and uh, we'll prove and disprove. We'll start with our first Raya. When the chicken is ju jumping around, he's not considered Muad. Although some say that, that a chicken jumping is Muad. It'll be Chayv like regular Regal. Now we clarify that it wasn't the jumping that damaged. He jumped and knocked something over, which then rolled and broke. Bechayr, this Machlekes is weather. This Koyach pays Me'alea or Megufay. Is it Muad or not? I mean, it'll be Muad. If you only pay Mahalia, it's, it's not more if you don't pay, if you only pay Megufa. But the Gemara says, no, that was just Mahalia, Sumchas, and Arbonon, whether you pay Nezak, Shalom, Chatin, Ezek. So we bring a second Raya, and this second Raya is going to flip flop back and forth, proving and disproving it. The case is a dog that takes a Hararo, a cookie with a coal attached to it, and he goes to eat this cookie next to a haystack. Do not try this at home. He eats the cookie, the coal lands on the haystack, and bursts into flames. Now the dog, oh no. He has to pay Nezik Shalem on the cookie, but only half on the haystack. That was a shtickle grur, uh, grum over there. Right? That wasn't that direct thing. The cookie, the dog ate directly. So the Gemara says, why? Why does he only pay half? L'chayra. It's a case of Tzreiris. And we say that he only pays Megufoy over there. So you see that Tzreiris pays Megufoy. Otherwise, the haystack, he'd be chayv the Gemara says, no, it's not a riot, because Revelozer popped up over, over there, and here's a disproof. That, who says it's Megufoy? Revelozer says, we never have Nezik Sholem being Megufoy. So how come he's paying Megufoy on the cookie, which is Nezik Sholem? Elamai, he must have been a little Mishune, did something strange with the coal while he did the damage. And Revelozer holds like a Tarifin, who says that if, that if the damage was done in a strange way, even if it's Karen and Chatzar and Nezek, you still have to pay Nezek Shalem. Not your typical time, Chatzar Nezek. But the Gemara swings back and, uh, to use this as a proof. Because he says, the only reason why Rebbe Leezer went with Rebbe Tarfan was because he was paying Nezek Shalem. Rebbe Leezer holds like Sumchis, who says that Tzroyrois is Nezek Shalem. He also holds like Rebbe Yehuda, who says that even when a cow becomes a Muad, the half that was a Tam remains that way. And you're only going to pay Megufoy on that half. When he says that you pay Megufoy, that was only on the half. That's still a time. So we're back to Araya. That's where he pays Megufoy. But if somebody, the Rav Ashi, tells Ravino, that maybe Rav Yehuda only holds that the time remains in its status of time when it turns from a time into a muad. But if it was always a muad, he would say, Me'aliyah. So we're back to our disproof, no raya, that's where it pays Megufoy. But now the Gemara swings back and says, when Rebbe Lozer says, Nezik Shalim, that's only when it becomes Muad. But over here, the, the Machloikas is whether Tzreiris can become a Muad. Can an animal become Muad for Tzreiris? But in a Hanami, Tzreiris does pay Megufoy. And the Gemara tries disproving this raya. Because Rava asks whether there is muad for Tzreiris. He has this whole tumult, this whole sugya. I. It's very simple. According to that bona, there's no muad by Tzreiris. According to Rebeloza, there is muad for Tzreiris. What was the sugya? You see, that Tzreiris does not necessarily pay me gufoy. So rather, Rava says, 
I'm going like the Rabbanon who argue on Sumchas that Tzorah is Chatzin Nezek. Over here, both Rabbanon and Rabbanon go like Sumchas that Tzorah is Nezek Shalit. Why did the Rabbanon say Chatzin Nezek if they're going like Sumchas? Oh no, because Davka over here, the dog did this Shinoi with the coal, and therefore it wasn't a Muad. And this is Machalek Ezra Bitarfet and the Rabbanon. But he paid Nezek Shalem according to Rabbanon, only Chatz and Nezek according to the Rabbanon. But this is not a Raya that's Rebbe pays, uh, pays Megufoy. The Gemara says, okay, this is a Raya that Rabbanon is Machayev Nezek Sholem for this haystack. But who says that it's Nezek Sholem only Megufoy? Now the Gemara says it has to be because Rabbi Tarfan learned out the case of a Shinoi and Chatzar HaNizek from Karen and Rosh Hashanah. He learned the Kalva Choymer the teacher that he'd be paying Nezek Sholem on Karen in Rosh Hashanah. If you're learning it out from Karen, you're not going to be paying. The, the Kalva Choymer can't extract more than what it's extracting from. And Karen only pays Megufoy. So it can't be that he's being Mechaev Me'aliyah. We have a Loch of Dayoi. I, yes, the Gemara Rebbe Tarifin doesn't hold of Dayoi. He can learn out more from the Choymer to the Kal. Yeah, but Rebbe Tarifin doesn't say that across the board. He only says that you can't say Dayoi where it's going to destroy the entire Kal Vachoymer. But over here, you're still going to be learning something from the Kal Vachoymer. The Kal Vachoymer is still going to teach you that Nezik Shalom Karen, uh, that Karen's going to pay Nezik Shalom in Rishos HaNizik. Albeit without the Migufoi Joshua. Now Rovo asks Akasha. So interesting question. Can an animal become a mood for its rivers? Do we say that it's like a like Karen? Or do we say it's like a told of Regal? Karen has the ability to be upgraded into Muad. Regal doesn't. So the Gemara pulls up the same bias we brought three times. That when a chicken is dancing around, there's a machlokas whether that's muad or not. No, it doesn't literally mean that he da- he damages while he's jumping around. That's obviously the direct regel. But the shayla is whether he when he hits something, hidus vehitis, he hits something and then it flies away and de- and breaks. Lechoira suggests the Gemara. We're talking about where this chicken did it three times. He's been jumping around. This is a jumpy chicken. And it became a muad. And the whole machlek is here, is whether you can turn this tzreiris of making the, the clean fly, right? whether that can become muad or not. That's the whole machlek is, whether it became muad. The Kamara says, no, that, that's not right over there. Over there, we're, just, we're talking about where he did it once. This is a strange thing. He was just jumping around. And yeah, it was a regular case of cherries, and we're back to the regular machlaikas of Sumchas and the Rabbanon. That's what they were arguing in. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.